We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Welcome to the DFS pregame show here on Roto Grinders. I'm Jordan Cooper, aka Blenderhead, Blender HD. If you want to follow me on Twitter, and it's Friday, April 28th, Fighting Friday. We're fighting tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow at least, maybe. Maybe we're not fighting, but the fighters are fighting. The fighters are fighting in the Ultimate Fighting Championship in the Vegas. It's a Vegas slate, right? It's a horrible slate. It's a horrible card tomorrow. It's one of those cards where they put together. Uh, you know, oh, we're gonna uh, we're just gonna throw a whole bunch of newcomers and you know, whatever, and half the fights get get scrapped and replacement fighters. It's it's a it's a mess. It's a mess tomorrow. Who? It's a, only eleven fights. Uh, let's see if it stays at eleven, right? Because we still got the uh, weigh-ins today. Maybe maybe it actually maybe it actually ends up being ten. You never know. You never know. But we'll be talking about that this morning. Give me those thummy thumbs. Give me the thummy thumbs. It's free content here. Why not? The least you could do is hit the thumbs up button. Hit the like button. 
The least you could do in your life, right? Be, 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 it's smash it. Smash, what, what do they say? They say? Smash it, knock it, bang it, hit it, whatever. Do whatever you want, okay? Don't hit it. Don't See if I care. See if I, 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 I don't really care. Really, Roto-Grinders cares, right? doesn't really matter that much to me. But if you want to continue wanting this free content, then you better keep on doing it. So good morning. Good morning. The early birds, Mike Ostry, 9.46 a.m. What are you doing here that early? Who's waiting around over an hour for me? That's stupid. Why would you do that to yourself? Watazuki Singh, of course, the normal people. Defect, Joe Mac, Kickstart, Bart B. Right? You know who you are, right? We're here talking about the the, uh, the UFC Vegas 73, something, something, something like that. Something like that. 11 fight card, 4.30 p.m. Eastern lock. Uh, so at least we're getting out of there early, right? Right. I they, see the pay per view ones. I don't mind being late, but I mean the, these these fight night ones. I like when I like when you know by by nine thirty ten o'clock you're done. You're done. You're out of there, and that's that's what will be tomorrow. And uh, it's uh, from a contextual variable standpoint, uh, it's 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 a uh, quite challenging. There's going to be a quite challenging slate especially if you're playing large field GPP, but even if you're playing small field stuff, uh, be a lot of condensed chalk and uh, probably rightfully so the, 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 the fighters that are chalky or, I mean, there's only 22 fighters to choose from. I mean, really it's an 11 fight card. Cause you know what we, we do when we, we preview these cards. I don't go over the fights, right? I'm not, I'm not looking at who's going to win. I don't know. I don't know. I just look at the probabilities. We're just looking at how do we beat other people in a GPP? Right by playing lineups that are less duplicated, that have a high enough win probability. Right, we're not just jamming in like the six biggest underdogs or anything like that. What does the nut lineup more or less likely to look like? And will it be will what types of constructions are over owned versus under owned? Right, that's essentially the game you're playing in GPP. So contextual variables on the slate. We talk about the two main ones in MMA. Okay, every every Friday that we do, we do this show. If you want to fight actual fight breakdowns, go go subscribe to Roto Grinders Premium, right? Right, that we don't give that away for free, right? You gotta get you gotta get get yourself an MMA premium, get yourself a combo premium, get the MLB, get the NBA playoffs, get get everything, PGA, right? Get soccer projections, right? Soccer's tomorrow. You could play that, right? Click on that link in the description, get ten dollars off your first month. You'll get the projections, you get the ownership, you get the expert survey for MMA, you get the fight breakdowns by Liam, the written breakdowns, the ground and pound podcast with Liam and Mike. You get all of that. So listen to that. Me, I'm just looking at numbers. I'm just looking at numbers here. Contextual variables on the slate. What are the two main ones that we always look at in MMA? The size of the slate and the spread of the fights. Those are the two main ones to determine what the nut lineup is more likely or less likely to look like. Okay? Size of the slate, 11 fights. Okay? Small. This is a, this would be considered a small slate. Not many, not many choices, right? Not many choices, which means that win probability, win equity goes up, right? On a large card, 15 fight cards is 30 fighters. And, you know, you know there may be a plenty that score 100 plus, right? Getting the six highest scoring ones, there's more to choose from. 11 fight card, not many to choose from. Now you, you get, you get, you get 70 out of a, out of a 7K fighter. That, that could be optimal. That could be optimal. Right, you you get hey, 
Kyle Barrio comes out and puts up 105 points, even 9,500. That could be optimal. It could be. There's only 11 fights. Okay? So that's the first contextual variable, the size of the slate. And then the spread of the fights. We go to my, my odd sheet right here, which is not done yet. We have two fights that are three-to-one favorites, and they're 9,500 and 9,400. Then we have like a two-to-one favorite, two-and-a-half-to-one Rodolfo Vieira. Then everything else is kind of pick them. Right, even like Garosa and Charles Johnson, like like the minus one eighties here, like kind of spreads of the fights are are, are quite close. Other than maybe Bahio and Egger, I guess Vieira, I guess, but I mean it, we don't have no minus five hundred favorites. We don't have minus eight hundred favorites. We don't have any of that. So the closer the fights are, the spreads of the fights, the less and less likely that the optimal lineup will spend. 50k and sell it okay so this is the type of slate where win equity is more important is price is is have higher importance not more important than finishing equity right i'd rather hey i'd rather have someone that finishes a fight right we get some 100 plus point scores yeah i love that but with the less less opportunity prioritizing guys that win go up and then because the spreads of the fight aren't that dramatic uh the salary difference doesn't matter as much right we could have four five six underdogs win on this slate and the fact that just getting a win is more prioritized it's quite possible that the uh the optimal lineup the nut lineup leaves it's not a 50k lineup right it's it's much more it's more and more likely that it's going to leave more and more salary on the table right we get if if uh if these big favorites, Barrio and Edgar, you know, Edgar puts up 80 points, Barrio puts up 80 points or whatever, it's like quite possible that these mid-range guys, DeLima, Quinlan, Simone, the heavyweight fight in the mid-range, like they, they start putting up 90, 95 points. Like next thing you know, you know, the top of the lineup, 48-8 or something, 49-2. And especially when there's only 11 fights, you're gonna get a lot more duplication, especially in large field GPP. Get a lot those these. It's gonna be very. It's gonna be very difficult to find 50k lineups, 49.9 lineups that are that are unique. Let alone duped under five. Some on, on a larger card, on a 14 fight card, you can find some 50k lineups that are unique, or at least under five dupes. This an 11 fight card, kind of gonna be kind of difficult going to be pretty difficult especially with the, the how much condensed ownership there is got to get and even the the fighters that aren't that owned like there aren't that many places to go there really aren't there places to go so if you want your questions in the YouTube chat feel free to put them in if you have any questions for the show in general remember on normal days I just go over your questions we talk about DFS strategy game theory email Questions at theoryofdfs.com. You get any questions about lineup HQ, the tools here at Roto Grinders, the tools that hey, the Excel tools that I offer in Theory of DFS, right? You can pick that up. My two uh, my two audio courses, theoryofdfs.com. Just post them in there. But I'll just go over like some what what some of the more popular constructions are going to look like. And basically, we're going over that. Going these are the lineups not to play, right? These are the lineups that look the best that have the highest like win probability, you know, the highest you know, median probability, but they'll be duped like 700 times.
bucks or something. Maybe not 700, but a lot, right? Uh, people are talking about rainmakers in the chat. Who cares? I don't care about rainmakers. Okay, so I, I mean, I, I could just show you what the what the the most. I mean, if you go through, it's like the the own fighters on the slate are going to be like Bahio up top, right? Vieira, right? We just take a look. Just take a look at the inside the distance lines, right? Bio is a minus one thirty. Vieira minus one thirty. Quinlan minus one twenty. Rogerio de Lima plus one twenty. Right, the main event is an eighty four hundred seventy eight hundred dollar fight. Right, the seventy eight hundred dollar fighter is plus one seventy five inside the distance. Ricky Simone, you know, averages six plus takedowns per fifteen minutes. So, like, the main event is going to be popular. Then we have guys like like Padilla. An underdog, but I mean, not much of an underdog to Julian Arosa. Arosa's plus 175. Padilla's plus 180, right? And then we have the, then they went, then we have the, the, the added little, little nugget, nugget for this slate. We have Journey Newsom priced as an underdog, $7,300 underdog. He was supposed to face Brian Kelleher and Kelleher pulled out or the UFC pulled him out according to his Twitter or whatever. So now that, that Marcus McGee is coming in on three days notice. And he's priced at seventy two hundred. So basically, we have we have a fight that's a seventy three hundred dollar fighter versus a seventy two hundred dollar fighter, and it's plus one eighty five inside the distance for Newson and plus two fifty for McGee. So the likelihood of one of these two fighters being in the optimal lineup is very high, right? Now there are instances when neither of them make it, right? This a three round decision, low scoring. Newson gets sixty five points, which. That's what he scored the last time he had a three-round decision. It's not like Journey Newsom doesn't does much, right? It's quite possible that this fight ends with the 65-point decision win, and Padilla has a knockout, and Cortez Atosca or, or, or Waters and Song have knockouts. Maybe, hey, maybe a Michael Olajacek gets a knockout over Kyle Barayo. I mean, Cody Brundage. I mean, there, there are plenty of underdogs that could outscore Journey Newsom in a decision win, but Journey News is going to be probably the most popular fighter on the slate because he's he's technically mispriced. He should be based on the current odds. He should be like eighty seven hundred, right? McGee should be seventy two hundred, and Newson should be. I mean, now at this point with minus one ninety, he should be nine thousand. So essentially, you're getting a seventeen hundred dollar discount on Journey News. And if he was nine thousand, he probably wouldn't even play him. Right? It's like, Journey Newsom, what does he do? He averages less than one takedown per 15. He averages, what, two and a half strikes, significant strikes per minute. It's not like he does that much. And Marcus McGee isn't like just just a no one. Right? I mean, it's a low, this is a low-level card to begin with. I mean, most of these guys are no ones. So th- there's a way. I mean, I think McGee is going to get owned also. But, I mean, not as owned as Newsom. But you have to be really, really careful on the constructions you make with Journey Newsom. You have a 50% on, I mean, this is what it's going to look like. I start putting in Journey Newsom, right? Barrio, Vieira, Newsom, right? I put in like uh, Delima or Quinlan in here, right? I put in like Song Yadong, right? Trey Waters or something like that. I mean, look at the, look ownership you, you're gonna play you're gonna play five fighters that are 40 plus percent on and go yes yes i'm i'm, I'm yes that's unique yeah, get out of here it's 49.9 lineup that has five fighters that are projected to be 40 plus percent though 
Like you're not going to be able to do that. I mean, you can. It's just that you you're gonna you're gonna win you know, eight hundred dollars for coming in first when it should be fifty k to first or whatever, right? Are you going to see a lot of lineups that look like this? If if it's not if it's Ricky Simone, who I think is going to be way more than thirty one percent owned, he's going to be he's going to be over forty percent owned, right? You have seventy eight fifty left, and maybe maybe you get maybe uh, Fernando Padilla down here, and then you have like. Like the lineup that I made was like Jamie Lindhorth right here. Like, look at this. Like, oh, look, 50K lineup, right? This would be like the, this, this, this technically is the top, based on our projections, the top non-stacked, the top median non-stacked lineup. Barrio, Vieira, Simone, Horth, Padilla, Newsom. But look at the, I mean, this, the, the lowest owned player in the, on is 31% and Ricky Simone's going to be higher than 31. So like, Horth is the lowest owned fighter in this in this in this lineup, and it's just 32 project 32 percent projected on. Like this lineup is going to be duped. I don't know. This lineup could literally be duped more than a hundred times. So you're going to do that? It's a 50k lineup. It it feels nice. That lineup is like, oh, it has everyone that I want. Okay, great. I think it's more likely you should the next step down is to build a lineup. But instead of Newsom, have McGee in it. So that would be the next step down from not being duplicative. I mean, even though those lineups are going to be kind of duplicative, right? If we do something like this, Padilla, McGee, Horth, like that same lineup before. But I mean, still, you, you look how you still, yeah, you have 14% Marcus McGee in there. But still, look at old, you have five fighters that are over 30 plus percent owned and Three that are over 40% on. Still way too many dupes. But that's one step down to get direct leverage off of a very chalky journey Newson that's mispriced. And you play Marcus McGee. That's one step. The second step would be to avoid uh, the the high range. So you get rid of Barrio and you get rid of Vieira. And you kind of go down the middle. So you take out Padilla down here. You still, maybe you take McGee, right? So you have Simone, Horth, right? Now you're going more towards like DeLima, Quinlan, Arosa, like something like this. Even you take out McGee and you put in Newsom. That would be the next level. But look, look at the ownership here for, for that. 42, 48, 31, 27, 48, 32. You still get into trouble, right? You take out the Newson and you put in the McGee. You still, I mean, you still, it's a 49-8 lineup and still look, look, look how owned this is. Look how owned this is, right? Even if you change out uh, like Horth to someone else, right? If you take, change out Horth to Jay Collier, I mean, you still, you're still in, you're still in zones where you're duping 10, 15, 20 times. I mean, like this lineup alone, 49-7, this probably gets duped 20 times. I mean, you're just running into dupes all and this doesn't have Vieira, it doesn't have Baraglio. So maybe you play Stephanie Egger instead, but she's gonna be 35% owned. So, like, like really the key to really be if you want to really be different is to play you have you're gonna have to play, you're gonna have to play people like you're gonna have to play Charles Johnson. I think there's going to be less than 29% owned. Because his upside is limited. Charles Johnson is like a one-dimensional striker, right? His upside is is, is quite limited for 8,700. 
It's hard for him to get a plus two, but he's plus 270 inside the distance. But not very good. But that's why he's going to be lower owned. Play Haley Cowan at 7,900. She doesn't have much upside for 7,900. What, what else What else can you do? You could play Trey Waters. I mean, he'll be owned, but he'll be a little bit... Like Waters and Cortez Acosta, they're direct leverage off of uh, DeLima and Quinlan. But their upside is limited also. I mean, Waldo's cost, they're, they're knockout dependent, essentially. Right? I mean, Waters, neither of these guys wrestle. Waters is more of a, like a distance guy. I mean, basically, you know, he could beat Quinlan, but I don't know how large the, in a, a three-round decision, Waters and Cartes Acosta score like 60 points, maybe. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Maybe. That may be good. Hey, that may be good enough on the slate. That's why it's an 11 fight card. If this is a 15 fight card, then I don't know about that. Once you start getting to like Waters and Cortez Acosta, or you take a shot on Ola Jaychuk, Michael Ola Jaychuk against Baraglio, I mean, he could knock. He could knock out Baraglio. Just that Baraglio, the way that he fights, he's very evasive, right? And then once once Baraglio takes you down, you're probably not getting up. Not saying you're going to get finished by Baraglio, but you probably ain't getting up, right? He's good at control on the ground, and he'd probably have three rounds of control over Alex Zaychuk. Maybe not even score a hundred, right, Baraglio? 
But if it's stay, if it's on the feet, Ola Jacek has a shot. Or yeah, or Arena Al Alexeva against Egger. I don't know how much of a shot she has at a ceiling, but you never know. Brundage against Vieira. I mean, if if Vieira can't get Brundage down, I mean Brundage. He could, he, I guess he could win, right? You're gonna have to play combination. I mean, it's not just one of these people. You're gonna have to play two. You're gonna play combinations of this. You're gonna have to look at lineups where it's like, like I'm playing Cohen and and Olajechuk, right, as a big underdog, or or play Brundage, right? If you want like the ultimate the ultimate leverage lineup, right? What would the ultimate leverage lineup be? Olajechuk against Chalky Baraglio, Brundage against Vieira. Chalky Vieira, McGee against Chalky Newson, right? You don't play the main event, right? You don't play the main event. And then you play Waters, Costa, Cortez Acosta, right? So now you're playing five underdogs. And then you play Charles Johnson up here. And then you leave uh, you leave 5,000 on the table. Like this is a little bit, I think this is a little too far. But it's not that far. It's not that far off. It's, it's, I mean, like, this is a little too far, right? Leaving 5K on the table and playing five underdogs like this. But, like, let's say you just changed McGee with Newsom. Like, now you've really upped your ownership. But but you're, you're going to have to do stuff similar to this. So let's say you don't play Ola Jachuk, right? You just say, okay, Baralio, so you still have 11-7, right? Even then, like, let's say you just play Baralio on this lineup. You're leaving 20... <laughs> <coughs> you're leaving 2200 on the table. Baraglio, Brundage, McGee, Waters, Cortez Acosta, Johnson. Maybe you take out Cortez Acosta and you, whatever. You put in Rogerio de Lima. This isn't all that bad, right? You're leaving 1200 on the table. You have McGee in this lineup, right? So you have, you have two 40 plus percent owned fighters, but then you have a combination of like Brundage, McGee, Waters, Johnson, that, Hey, in the combination, combinatorically, combinatorially, whatever that word is, there's less combination than this, and you're still leaving 1,200 on the table. You're gonna have—I mean, these are these are the lineups that you're gonna have to make. This, this is why the volume on my on, on tomorrow's slate. I'm, I'm I'm not playing that big of a volume. I think I'm playing 40 large field lineups tomorrow, and maybe three small field ones. But I, you have to make these types of line. I mean, like. I almost feel like you probably, probably, if you want to use a lineup builder, it's to make groups of who you would want in all of your lineups. Like a group, a group where like you're setting a group where it's like, like at least one of like Cohen, right? Charles Johnson, Ola Jachuk, right? Brundage, McGee, right? Who else is down there? Alex Eva. Right, you're doing something like this. Uh, do, do we have any? Who else? Who else is going to be lower owned? Right, Badai Collier, maybe not. I don't do. Right, you're looking at all this, and you go, McGee, Brundage, Alexi. Yeah, you just yeah, so, sort of something like this, where it's like you're you you have at least like at least one, at least one, if not more, like one to three. Want the four, who would whatever, like you'd like it'd be more likely to make sure to have something like this rather than try to like who not to have together. It's like because that's half the, that's that's more than half the half the half the fighters. Well, who what combinations of four fighters should I not have together? It's like it's gonna be harder to make those groups because there's gonna be a lot of them. 
<sighs> Defix says Yadon, Newson, Baraglio, Padilla, Max, too. We can have to do that. He's going to have to put a Simone on that also. Right? Simone is going to be higher on the 31%. I, I'm telling you this. Like, to, don't go by these, don't go by this number. Simone is going to be higher on than, than Song Yadong. I think Simone, Simone is going to be 45% owned and Yadong is going to be 31. It's going to be the other. Simone just has so much wrestling upside in five rounds. Like, dude, a five-round decision win for Simone, he puts up like 140 points. Like, like there's no way he comes in less owned than Song Yadong, whose path to, to 100 is, is a knockout. That's why I, I change these. That's why that's why I, I adjust. Cortez Atas isn't going to be 8% owned. He's going to be like 15% owned. Just still on this and on this card, that's that that's lower owned. Anything under 20, right, is low owned on this on this slate. Because there's only there's only 22 options to choose from. As of now, I'm expecting I'm expecting Haley Cohen to, to, to that fight to get canceled. She just dropped out of like what? To, uh, she, they tried to schedule her like twice, and she's dropped out of both. So who knows? Who knows what happens? Who knows? Jay Collier that doesn't feel good today. I mean, maybe a ten fight card. That's why. That's why the that's why I'm playing lower volume. Like like, dude, it may it maybe it may be a ten fight card. There'll be a ten fight card, and then like then what the recent trend in UFC? It's like you know the, the slate will lock, and then there'll be some other fight that's canceled for no reason. That they could no reason they couldn't tell us beforehand. There's a lot of untrustworthy fighters on. The, I mean, like we have cardio concerns. We have you know people not many fights under their belt. We have guys. But I mean, it, this is this is this is a high variance card as it is. Nothing's a lock on this slate. But if you want the fight breakdowns, go subscribe to Roto Grinders Combo Premium. Get everything. Just get everything all at once. Instead of going sport by sport, it makes sense. Click on that link in the description. Get $10 off your first month. The expert survey will be posted later today. The Ground and Pound podcast, I'm assuming they recorded yesterday. So that'll be posted. That'll be posted today, right? Smash that like button. Yeah, you see it on the screen. Hit the like button. This is all my breakdown. I mean, it's 11 fights. It's how, 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 how long could this show be? Here's the combinations. This show, when we preview it on Fridays, is typically, these are the combinations that you probably shouldn't play. They look good. Yes, yes, is the most likely outcomes, but it's not the most profitable outcomes, right? Too many people are going to be doing this. So don't do those. It's like, well, what should I do? Anything other than those, right? That's just, just don't do that, right? Very similar to MLB DFS. We talk about all the time with, with strategy. It's like, here are what the bad lineups look like. So don't, well, well, what should I play? Just not those lineups. Anything else other than those lineups, you're probably fine. You're probably fine, right? And if you have any questions about DFS strategy, game theory, anything at all, right? That's what I cover on the show on a day-to-day basis, right? Your questions, you have questions, I have answers, right? If you want a structured way of doing that, go to theoryofdfs.com. Go grab my audio courses and Excel tools. And you go through it at your leisure. But we do unstructured learning here where you ask questions and I have answers. So submit them by, via email, questions at theoryofdfs.com. And uh, yeah, we'll be talking about that Monday, right? We'll be back, right? Fridays are always fighting Friday. Mondays are Mondays with McCool. Tuesday through Thursday is 
your questions. And sometimes we sometimes we get a grinders live in there because uh, MLB has a has an early slate. So hit that thumbs up button on your way out the door. Thummy thumbs, thummy thumbs. Give me the thummy thumbs. That's the thummy thumbs song. It's not a very good one, but it's there. It's there. Have a good weekend, right? Good luck in your contest if you're not in mine, right? If you're in my contest, I don't want you to have luck. I want me to have luck, right? Hey, if we if I have a lineup that is duped less than five times, I hope you're one of the people that had like that. I'll give you that, right? So if I win like three ways up top, and you're and you get two people out there that watch the show that are part of the other two, okay. If I had to choose, right? If I had to choose, I'd rather just be unique. I'd rather you just pass out and didn't enter. So I'd be the only one with that lineup, but that's not the case. I hope it's one of you. And uh, and then I'll see you next week. Answering your DFS strategy questions like I usually do here, Monday through Friday, 11 o'clock Eastern, on the DFS pregame show on rotogrinders.com.